me, you're probably sick to the back arse of people telling you about The Wire. It's been touted as the greatest TV drama in history. I'm talking, of course, about The Wire. You know, it's the greatest TV show ever been made, and that's all you have to say, really. <laughs> it's a great show. What have I got to tell you? Uh, I'm a huge fan of The Wire. I think it's one of the uh, greatest, uh, not just television shows, but... Hello! Welcome to another episode of We Haven't Seen the Wire. Is that correct? We've never seen the wire. We've never seen the wire. Call it whatever you want. You downloaded it. We don't you don't need to know the name. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's about we're just hey, listen, we're two fellas, we're young comedians living in New York City. We're living the life. Living the great life, and we've never seen the wire, and we decided to watch it and talk to you about it. And a lot of people love the wire, say it's the greatest television show of all time, and we're about four episodes in now. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling tired. Ate a lot of, you know. You just watched me eat a bunch of chicken and spinach. Yeah, I was hoping you'd offer a bite of the chicken. It did smell good, but oh, now offers. Asked. Why did I ask for the chicken? What well, am I gonna ask for your food? Yeah, go let me have a bite. No, that's not. You'd be like, I've asked for that in your home when you had lots of food and you got mad at me. When did you do that? Remember last time we went home, your mom made um, some kind of uh, tortellini. And I said, can we heat up that tortellini? And he said, can you give me a minute? <laughs> oh, that's because you, you were rushing me. That <laughs> yeah. had nothing to do with sharing. <laughs> I just we don't like share. to be rushed. I love to be rushed. I like um, to quietly heat up the tortellini in the microwave. Mm, now, but much like the tortellini that got heated up on the yes, wire. Let's see how this... That's going to be our new thing is just segues that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this episode is about tortellini and butternut squash. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was, so we're getting a little bit of action picking up here. I did, yeah. I only fell asleep for about two seconds this That's, time. The, the Casey sleep count is low this week? Well, I fell asleep halfway through last night, but it was very late, and that's understandable, but today we're sitting in a brightly lit room and I fell asleep yeah. for about two seconds. You did, they were, you were in and out, you were back in. This but show, a lot happened. A lot happened, it's starting to finally pick up, a lot's happening, I don't know, I'm still not sold on this being the greatest television show of all time. Sopranos, yeah. people get killed every episode, crazy yeah, shit goes down. That. I, I like, haven't seen The Sopranos. I like, you need some violence and some uh, sex sprinkled in to really keep the things going, I yeah. think. Even Breaking Bad has that kind of stuff. Even when there's violence, it's like, it's like post-violence, which is not... It's worse. Like, you'd see a dead body and you didn't even get to see any of the cool stuff that happened to it to yeah. get killed. You're just like, oh, gross. Yeah, the body's the worst part. Yeah, just oof. toss that in a river. I want to see what yeah. happened. I want to see some kung fu. Yeah, no, but uh, like it did seem like they were like, all right, we... Told you who everybody is now. Mm-hmm. And the first half moved very quickly, and then the second half got slower. But, yes, it got slower. But some stuff was happening, for sure. This Omar one. is really proving... We're figuring out like how... We got to see more of Avon Barksdale's episode than we have in any other episode yes, so yes. far. And you start to see that he like really does take all this shit and like the security very seriously of mm-hmm. the... You know, you're like, oh, he is... You know, it makes you think it's like... This is... You feel like he's so meticulous and all that it's like if he hadn't been doing drugs he would be i'd hire him for a different job very Absolutely. You know, on point knows what the fuck's happening on time he's got all his stuff together i think it's good you need that to run a good uh crime operation you need to be a type a personality avon has that he bought he purchased this uh gentleman the club teddy bar some may call orlando's it. yeah orlando's just to run his business out of and that's very smart you got a lot yeah. of action going on downstairs upstairs you run your business Got your safe full of money. Absolutely. It's very clever. Him and uh, Idris are hanging out in there. Yeah, I'm saying it's like, you you know, people don't get any chances. So they're like, they got to run some sort of drug for him. It's like, 
you know, if he he should he would he would excel in in any job it seems. Yeah, save on. Probably not get paid as much. But very capable man. I would like manage a Banana Republic. I think he'd do pretty good. <laughs> do pretty good for I himself. Think, uh, if yeah, if we could go back in time, we'd say Avon, quit the ju- drugs, uh, sell some pants. Yeah, because you're got you got a great aptitude, and we really think you're going places. That's what I'd do if I had a time machine that also went into fictional uh, tele- fictional timelines. <laughs> we have a fi- the Some fictional people, time you go, machine. You go to stop Hitler, and I'd be no. I'm gonna go tell Avon Barksdale to apply to Lululemon to <laughs> to Gap and get it. That's in. very smart. I would go back to Family Matters and tell Steve Urkel. I say, hey, stay Stefan because you're better that way. And yeah. uh, don't go, don't go on that space mission later in the season because it's not gonna end up well. They went to space. He went to space in the last season, and I think uh, that is he got trapped <laughs> in space. Something happened with space. It took a strange <laughs> turn. Sounds like a fever dream. Yeah, like, it might have been a fever dream of mine. I don't recall him now because I don't think he died in space. Maybe he was on, maybe he was on the Challenger. I feel like that's like a number one rule in like television writing is like you can't just send people to space because that's like you're clearly out of ideas and you're like. Uh, they fucking go to the moon. I, <laughs> fuck. Like I had a long night. I yeah, didn't know what to do. They did it. Uh, so they ran out of they ran out of cool morals to impart to the children. Like play fair, don't lie. So they're like, don't go to don't space. Do, don't do space, space stuff. No. All right, space is dangerous. Space is dangerous. I'm never gonna go. Don't even try to get me. Try to get I'm, me up there. Go ahead. Try it. Well, I got, you know, that ruins your surprise. Your birthday next year, I was going to put you done. in space. No, I'm not going. I'm not going Strap to space. Strap you to a rocket and send you to space. I'm not going to space. I'm not going to Baltimore. I'll tell you what, because it's a dangerous town, but a beautiful character. Uh, and this show we call The Wire. And so, what happened in this episode? We're just going to get really good at, uh, at, at bringing things around. Yeah, also the, the, the cops finally got their pager clones. They started listening to the pager. Yes. They, they got that, and they're like, oh, they're using a code. Mm-hmm. The pager mm-hmm. code. I still, I mean, I have no idea how pagers work, so that was all kind of lost on me. I think Very they confusing. just, you call a pager, and it just shows you, it's like caller ID, but that you can't actually pick up the call at all. Yeah. That's it's, it. But then they seem to be adding like special codes, like nine one one when it's important stuff. Yeah, it's very confusing. I didn't understand pagers when they were around, and now I understand them less. Yeah. Um, I say I realize all the time now when I'm supposed to say nine one one, I say nine eleven a lot. That's I not good. Like that's buddy. bad. That's yeah. different. Like if somebody like dropped on the street in front of me, I'd be like, "Call somebody, call nine eleven. Someone call nine eleven. Someone call Columbine. Yeah. Just call somebody. any national tragedy." Um, yeah, I remember people would say 911 about 911 when it happened, when they really wanted to drive home it being like a bad thing. It's like, we know it's a bad thing. You don't say. There's a guy at the office the next day, he like. Refuses. He only calls it 911. Yeah. Like, isn't that pretty yeah. crazy? That 911 was a more like a 911. <laughs> He's the only one in the office because everyone else is at home. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, like don't come work, in. Right? There is a terrorist attack. <laughs> Oh, He's like yelling at his wife. He's like, I got a fresh joke, Linda. <laughs> Look, I'm the funny one at the office. I got to go in there. It's not funny. It's no morale if Ricky is in there. Ricky. <laughs> Ricky. Uh, yeah, but they got the pager. And of all people to crack the code, Przbelewski. And dumb Pollock. Yeah. Because he's doing word searches, which is the dumbest of puzzles. <laughs> he, also, he also photocopies a physical telephone. At one point, like the other drunk cop comes in, one of the, the Mr. P- uh, what's is it, Mr. Potato Head? Mr. Potato Head, Mr. Yeah, Potato Head comes Ms. in, Potato Head, and he's like, like sneaks over and is taking a pull out of like a bottle of Jameson, and then realizes Prisbaluski's in there, and he's like, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> and it's like you don't need to hide. You probably reek of whiskey all the time. You don't need to like hide that you're drinking. Yeah. And then he goes over and Prisbaluski has like the whole fax machine. Like he just has a fucking desktop phone. 
and he's photocopying it, I guess, so that he can see the the arrangement of the yeah, numbers. I guess so. You could probably just write it down. Yeah, you like, could just draw write it for in ten seconds. This really is. I mean, this is a sh- a uh, shot at Polacks, and I <laughs> yeah. it does upset me, but I understand it that there's one Polish character and he's the dominant character, and they're the he one is. who's not allowed to go on any yeah. missions because this is. I mean, because it's, I mean, it's, it, it, it's clearly on purpose. Everything they do with like race or nationality is very clear cut. If someone's Irish, all they're stuff, drunk all the time. Yeah, so like they definitely choose uh, these things carefully. So clearly, yeah. they tried to pick a Polish guy to be the dumb That's one. That's like the start of like a like a joke is like, so this Irish guy, right? He's drinking Jameson when he looks over and the Polacks photocopying a telephone, <laughs> <laughs> and he says he says to the guy, "Why are you photocopying a telephone?" And he's like, "I gotta call two people." <laughs> like it would be some joke here, like grandfather That's a good would joke. Tell. It's uh, not. I how mean, many Polacks it take to call the mother? Uh, Two, one to photocopy and one to press the numbers. Yeah, but it's like he—he's just a child. Yeah, yeah, like that's like out of a like a, a Looney Tunes, like somebody yeah. photocopying a phone and like another phone comes out. Yeah, it's pretty um, dumb as hell, but uh, it worked. And he somehow yeah. figured out this code. He explained it to uh, our boy McNulty. Give him a big yeah. smooch. Very happy. Yeah, they they kissed. You know. kiss. There's a lot of uh, man kissing. One was just purely congratulatory, and one was romantic. Romantic. And you know, my favorite uh, part of any show is the romance. The romance. You accuse me of it just being when tits come I out. I accuse you. Your roommate, a reader. I mean, a, a reader. A, a, a reader prints out our <laughs> podcast. Yeah. You can pick up the transcripts of our podcast at the Library of Congress if you want. Um, a, a listener said I only I equate tits to romance. That's not true. I mean, I do a little bit, but I like any kind of romance. So I like these two relationships, is Omar and his boyfriend. You like romance, no hands involved, just hands wide out. Hands right. wide out, just mouth to mouth. Mouth to mouth. mouth. Mm-hmm. Kissing like Absolutely. birds in Kissing the air. Kissing like birds. Uh yeah, like uh, he does. It's Omar and the guy. I don't know his name. I don't know. He doesn't I feel like uh, I feel like we're about to lose him, so we don't want to learn his name. Too. Oh yeah, don't waste that. And then the other guy already got shot. Their their third dude, which like it Wait, seems who got like shot? the third guy that's with them. He already got killed. When the guy that's in the, in our lo- our new logo with us. Yeah, how did he? When did he get killed? Well, he just got killed. This is when they're talking about that he was like wearing Kevlar and he got shot up. And oh, died. that's who they're talking about. I didn't know. When they're meeting about the next thing, they're uh, like, "He's late. I don't like it when he's late." And it's like, "He's late because he's fucking." Oh, what the hell? Deadzo. I didn't know about that. Damn it! Shit, I missed that. Yeah, one guy well, gets killed. It was finally, weird that they didn't it. even show him getting killed. It was like I think they just didn't want to pay him for another episode. But they were just like, "We'll just say you died. Like we'll just tell everybody you died." Maybe that sucks. I want to see. You Maybe I'm wrong. Killed. I mean, maybe he's uh, got. Maybe it'll come back later. Maybe he got taken into witness protection or something. Because maybe, but I think he got killed by what's his name? I think like one of the Stinkum. I can't keep their names. Stinkum. Yeah, there's a guy named Stinkum. What the fuck am I missing? How did I miss a Stinkum <laughs> and a guy getting killed? You're just constantly falling asleep and waking up. You're I really am. Disjointed. I can't. If I this, if I pay attention to anything for more than two minutes, I pass out. Yeah, it's, it's not right. Um, yeah, well, then I think Stinkum and the other guy, they're, like, moving on new territory. Mm. Stinkum, they, they chose a guy to, like, do that for them. Okay. Yeah, like, which I think that's what I never get about this or any business, which is, like, at a certain point, I think, like, I'd just be like, we're making good money. Let's just keep it. No, fly sir. straight. 
And then these guys are like, we got to keep killing people and taking yeah. over. It's greed. Power greed. begets more power, sir. That's how it goes with any business. It's yeah. what, it's the, that's why the people on top, people with, anyone who has more than a million dollars has blood on their hands. They're yeah. sick. I was arguing with someone else the other night. They're like, they're like, Warren Buffett? And I said, motherfucker, Jimmy Buffett has blood on his hands. All right? <laughs> Everybody. Everybody with more than a million dollars has killed somebody. Uh. Jimmy is drinking a fucking margarita with a blood swirl. He really is. Yeah. Something. I mean, if you if you have that kind of power, if you are if you just want to amass power and it becomes like addictive to you, uh, you have a sickness. Yeah, and uh, that's why successful people are sick and they're not to be looked up to. Yeah, <laughs> that's why me having zero ambition is it means I'm a good person. You're a good person. Yeah, I'm great. I think it, it's very hard even to to get myself to do a podcast, which I, I consider just a Example of my sterling character. It's so hard. Yeah, we're just talking to each other about a TV show, and it's literally impossible. Yeah, you want to you want to find a good person? Ask somebody how much do you sleep? They go about twelve hours a day. Go, ooh, (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) damn, what a good boy. He's insane. (laughs) What a good good person. You know these ambitious people? They're waking up at all hours of the day and yeah, banking and do Vince McMahon sleeps four hours a day and wakes up and just screws people over four hours. That's like how much a zombie sleeps. It's not right. And yeah. he, so he put everyone else out of business. I'm sorry to relate everything to wrestling, but I only know, I know so many things. Somebody's got to do it. And he's bought. I'm going to give you no help at all. He put every business it. in. He put every wrestling business in the country out of business. And even the ones that are popping up now, he's still trying to put them out of business, even though he's dominated everyone so thoroughly. Yeah. He's like the Amazon of wrestling. The yeah. Jeff Bezos. Exactly. Of wrestling. He's like that's if, what Amazon does. Yeah, exactly. That's a yeah. very similar. Yeah. You know, like they, there's a, there's like diapers.com or something. You hear mm-hmm. about this? You hear no, about this? No. Uh, there's some site called like diapers.com when they came out and they're like, hey, we got pretty cheap diapers. Check us out. Mm-hmm. And Amazon went on their fucking site and like, how much are you selling diapers for? And it was like, whatever, $14.50. I don't know what diapers cost. Like fourteen dollars fifty cents on Amazon. I was like, guess what? Diapers on Amazon are now fourteen dollars and like forty cents. Wow! And just fucking, they lost, and Amazon lost money on the price that they sold those diapers uh-huh. at. They just lost money straight up to fucking kill somebody's dream, somebody's sick. diaper dream, it's which sick. is for babies. It's a dream that helps babies, which babies. is the nicest dream. We're trying to help babies out here. Yeah, I we're like getting babies. shut down. I uh, babies. Corporations are the enemy. That's, I mean, that's really the 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 the, 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 the memo here. I believe that's, it's true. Ambition, yeah. corporations, money, greed. These are the enemies, folks. Yeah. And that's why we're on your side because we're broke as hell and we are barely functional. Yeah. And you know, you can, you might have turned, tuned in and been like, I want to hear about The Wire. But, you know, sometimes some things are more important <laughs> than The Wire. Uh, corporations. Corporations. Yeah. Well, speaking, speaking of, of the corporations. Wire, speaking of corporations, <laughs> there's a certain corporation in The Wire and this drug uh, organization wants you to tell us what's next. <laughs> Tell us what's next. Let's. Uh, I'll just take a photo of my <laughs> notes and, and uh, tweet it out so Let's you can say, follow along. Does it say mole um, like the sauce? It says mole. Mole. Like right. they're saying yeah. there's a mole. They say that because um, Stringer or whatever tells uh, tells D'Angelo that he's got a mole in his crew. He's got a snitch, but I don't think he does. Because they, they're like, how did they know where the stash was? But I think it was just Omar just sat in a fucking car and watched them go into the stash house. I don't think there was a snitch. Maybe. I don't know. None of them seem like snitches. They're all, uh, seem like good kids. Yeah. Good heads on their shoulders. Except for Bo- Bodie really I mean, kind of fucked up this week. Bodie's a troublemaker. Bodie's yeah. going to take it easy. Well, exactly what happened is happened, which is that he ran away from jail and then the cops went back to where he hangs out every day for yeah. 24 hours a day and were like, hey, Fucko, yeah, yeah, back into jail with you, like, and they took him, and then uh, beat the shit out of him. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him more. They really beat the shit out of him all the time. I mean, he's he's not helping him, but 
And they try to do like the worst good cop, bad cop ever. So oh, yeah, you're supposed to be the good cop. And then they both yeah, just like, beat the shit, beat the shit out of them. Um, yeah. They're not great cops. They, do, they, they seem like cops that, like, I feel like an actor playing a cop would have done more research on how to be a cop than those act, cops in the show did. They just yeah. seem like they saw, like, Miami Vice twice and were like, I think I got a mm-hmm. handle on it. Let me just go beat the shit out of somebody. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's I think that's the way things used to go before cameras were so prevalent. Yeah. And then, like, uh, Bodie, like, pitches a 40, empty 40 bottle at the sweet little Michael B. Jordan. Sweet little Michael, which we learned his name is Wallace. We didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, Support which I can't Michael tell if B. that's from the show or if we're just not paying close attention. Could really be either. It might be. That's the first time I remember him saying his name. And, uh, you know, he's very famous as Michael B. Jordan, so we just call him that. It's just like, you know, if you see, like, Brad Pitt in a movie, it's like, I'm not going to learn your movie name. You're Brad yeah, you're Pitt. Brad Pitt. You're Brad Pitt, and you're in you're, this movie now, and that's fine. Your your name is Brad Pitt in whatever <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just, like, just in an like, alternate universe where Brad know, Pitt yeah, is doing yeah. this. You know Brad Pitt's character in Troy? Brad Pitt Brad, and Troy. Brad Pitt, yeah. Brad, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I was just thinking Troy. Most famous Brad Pitt movie. You love yeah, Troy. Yeah, it's like, and you can see that, like, Bodie is, like, crazy. He's doing all this shit. Though he's starting to, like, it seems like he's, like, kind of getting a little buddy-buddy with those cops that keep beating the shit out they of respect, him in a weird way. They respect him by the end. At the end of the pool game, you, they, there's a certain uh, show of yeah. respect. So yeah. face-to-face. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen there, but he's developing a relationship with these cops. Yeah. And he seems to, like, be pretty mad at D'Angelo and probably seems like he's not going to be happy with how with him not moving up because it doesn't seem like he's going to move up this is what i said i, I bet you know you're saying he's going to kill somebody i think he might kill somebody i think he might he might also go snitch maybe he I might th- start snitching meanwhile wallace though with that and then when he found the omar's friend at playing pinball yes that they were going to kill it's his boyfriend um, what are you his uh what are you his mom embarrassed <laughs> omar's, omar's, omar's close omar's friend roommate omar's, <laughs> omar's little buddy omar's little buddy that he likes to have come over <laughs> They read comic books in his room, and sounds like they're fucking, but I think it's just comic books. It's just very intense And, you know, books. I have to clean all this lube off his bed, but I think it's comic it's the, books. The, the, the pages, so they stick together. Yeah. You need to lube them up. We find out that Omar's adopted. It's like a sweet old Brooklyn Jewish. Yeah. Oh, what are you looking for, Omar? I don't think he's here. He's, <laughs> he plays soccer at nights, and they're like, he shoots and robs drug dealers. Oh, my God, Omar? <laughs> my Omar? Oh, my God. My Omar? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so yeah so they find they're at the pizza place at the end Michael B and uh, the other fella but Stringer gives gives Wallace gives Michael yeah. B gives him props MBJ gives it, he's like he's like you did good you're yeah. smart which I think because I was so like when Bodie threw that bottle at him I really was, I was like come on yeah. he's a sweet boy he's a good boy he's he was playing job. with his fucking Digimon he's trying to learn he's smart so yeah Stringer gives him the props so yeah. and we see D'Angelo at the end also I think D'Angelo is very disheartened with this whole thing. He seemed like he didn't want this thing to go down with this guy getting killed. I think he just doesn't want people to get killed. He wants to get out of the game, but he doesn't know how to. He's falling in love with a stripper at Orlando. Oh, yeah. She agrees. Don't fall in love with a stripper. She agrees to go. She agrees to go. If T-Pain taught me fucking anything, mm. it's don't fall in love with a stripper. I think you can fall in love with a stripper. They all want to, you know, they want a man to fall in love with. and Yeah. Uh, everybody wants love you know what I mean so he can fall in love with the stripper he's softening up he just wants to have a nice girl he doesn't want people to get killed you can tell he's philosophically out of touch with the whole game and that's why this Bodhi fellow is going to kill him that's where we because when we disagree on that a little I think Mm -hmm. that he I don't think he is because he's killed like a couple people yeah I don't think he likes it anymore maybe I, I think it was like part of it was that when he did that like you know, he's he's in this third location because Pooh and um, Wallace Poo. are at yeah Poop like the turds. 
Um, Turd and Wallace, they're at the one. They're they see the dude and they call the payphone and they're like, "Hey, this guy's here." And then they pass on D'Angelo and D'Angelo calls Stringer and he's like, "We found him." And then he just totally gets like third wheel left out of the situation because Stringer's like, "All right, we'll go." Yeah. And Stringer goes and meets up with Wallace and Pooh and then they're like clearly going to do some fucked up shit mm-hmm. to to Omar's uh, Omar's little friend. Yeah. And um. We don't see it yet because the fucking episode. Yeah, what ends. the fuck? We're about to see one person get murdered. I'm finally excited because I want you know I have a, a bloodlust, and we don't even see it. And hopefully they'll probably start next episode where there's a crime scene around the pizza place <laughs> and somebody got killed. Let us see someone get killed. Yeah, just show a couple bullet shots. Let's see one dude get shot, and it was in the knee. Yeah, what the That's hell, gross. man? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but. I guess it's like, you know, it's just frustrating when you watch it. It's, it's any show like this where you watch it, like, now where you can just binge watch it. It's like back then they are like, we got to get people back next week. But now I'm like, I can just watch it. Just show me. I can just watch it anyways. Yeah, show it all. Um, but, uh, like, I think that, uh, my thing is I think that D'Angelo is like, feels like he's getting cut out. Because yeah. it's that. And then the earlier thing when he's at Orlando's, the, the, the titty bar. Yes. And he's like, the Orlando lets, Orlando is fucking great. I love that, like, parted, like, Weird. Oh, it's very cool. Yeah. The Jerry Curl. It sounds, it's a Jerry Curl. What is curl. it called? The crimping? I don't know what you call it, but it's very nice. Yeah, it looks like a, like Doug's sister's haircut, sort of. Man, from, uh, Judy? from Doug. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like a very, like, I can't, I'm doing shapes with my hands. I'm not good for a podcast. <laughs> but uh, he's saying to Orlando, and like, that's when Orlando's like, oh, yeah, Stinkum is going to, it was a great, Stinkum is taking the gully from Scar. Which just sounds like some Lion King shit. Yeah, no, what the, <laughs> yeah. I mean. the only gully thing I know is the Fern Gully. What was that? Oh yeah, Fern Gully. And then what was the? Wasn't that a weird kids show that was like, oh, Gullalikaloo or something? I don't know. No, that sounds there's nothing, bad. There's nothing called Gully Galoo. There's something you're, you're fucking Fern Gully. That's a wire choir. Film. No, there's it's it's Zubumafu. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. It's made up. It's not shit. about and there's like a mo- there's a monster in Zubumafu. Zubumafu is like an educational kids show about animals and what shit. The hell? And Zubumafu is a, a lemur and it's there's a thing called like the gully gully no, monster. No, I'm going to no, fucking you. google this no, and I'm going to show you. Sir. I wasn't a, I'm not an educational tweet an apology right. to the whole podcast. I'm not tweeting shit. Everyone who listens, my parents, my roommate. You're making up Uh, gibberish. If your parents listen, Udens, I'm so sorry for the things I've said. Uh, I didn't know you were listening. They know all about Zubumafu. They fucking watch me watch that shit. Uh, But anyways. Your parents watching you watch a cartoon. Yeah, they love it. They stood in the background. They embraced each other. I'm sure they did. Look at him watching that. Oh. You know, they just stroked my hair. Very good. Um. But no, because uh, at Orlando's, the D'Angelo's there, and then that's when Orlando mentions to him, he's like, oh, yeah, Stinkum is, uh, Avon told Stinkum to go take this new territory, take the gully. Mm. And then Avon's like, he literally, he looks at me, he's like, he told Stinkum to do that? Oh. It's like, he's, he, I think he start he's feeling that he's being cut out of the business. Ah, maybe. And it's like, he wanted, I think, I think when, I think when Pooh and Wallace told him, they're like, yo, we're here, this dude is in the pinball bar, uh, I think... There was like the pause before he called Stringer, and I think he was like, I might go do this. He's oh, like, I think I, I might just go be the trigger man, but he's like, he's already in trouble for shooting somebody yes. and cause it. And they don't look like they're going to shoot him right away because they had handcuffs. I think they're going to kind of fuck him up, really fuck torture him up. him up. Damn, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe we're looking at this uh, differently. Plus, there's uh, that Omar scene, though, with the cops in the graveyard. That was badass as shit. Yeah, that was yeah, fucking... yeah. So he's got that card that the cops know what it looks like, and they think. They're like tailing it because they're like, he doesn't know we know about this. Yeah. Turns out Omar knows fucking everything. Everything. 
everything. And so he's like, oh, I want to go talk to the cops. I'll just take this car that they've been following. Yeah. Drives out to a graveyard and then talks to them. And then what else does he reveal? Oh, yeah. Well, once the cops see that's well, the cops told him, remember that name? The cops tell him they go, by the way, you should know. I don't remember the name. It's like it's like Blair Johnson got mm-hmm. shot, shot up last night mm-hmm. and is dead. That's when he turns around and gives them a little something because he realizes because when they say the name his 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 uh, his boyfriend, like looks at him and is like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, I don't know what he said. It's about the bird. He's like, somebody's a working man for the bird. I have no idea what that meant. Yeah, I was glad that the cops, too, were like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what are you fucking talking about? And then he reveals that he knows that Bubs is their informant. He's like, talk to your boy. And they're like, what? And he's like, Bubs knows the bird. Yes, it's a And then he just strolls away in that big-ass New Jersey Devils hockey jersey. Yeah, looking fly. With overalls over it. Very bold choice. Uh, It's a bad episode for Bubs. So he's found out as the informant. He also goes to visit his... Buddy with chicken nuggets, which he calls chicken pieces. Um, yeah, which I was like, what is it? He got some chicken pieces. I thought he was just like that's scraps. classic Baltimore slang. Really? I don't know if it is or not. I don't so, think it is. And then he finds out his buddy, who went to the hospital earlier, has the bug, which yeah. I believe is AIDS. I got a strong inkling that shit is AIDS. It seems yeah. like AIDS. Which somebody is very... mentions it earlier in the episode too. Something about the bug. Really? It yeah. seems like a very. Um, Low stakes thing to call AIDS. It yeah, sounds like you're really glossing but, over. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what. So you go to you like like I'm work from home today. I kind of got I got some bug. I got a little stomach bug. A little stomach AIDS. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, calling the AIDS. I'm like I got the bad itch. Like, <laughs> you have AIDS. I'm like yeah, that bad itch. <laughs> Does AIDS mm. make you itch? I don't know. Probably makes you do mm. everything right. You get lesions on AIDS. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Lesions. lesions. I've had lesions. Yeah. Yep. No fun. Not fun great. All, to have a bloody holes. I don't like bloody holes in my body. I'll tell you what. You yeah. think I would, but not for me. Somebody asked me how many bloody holes you want in your body. I'd say hard no. I'd say hard none. No more than three. Yeah, three. Three for fun, just to give yourself some spice. Five for some nice. Five for fighting. You know, you like sit at the bar. You have three lesions. You're a cool guy. Girls are like, ooh, something to talk about. It's called peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peacock. We got a couple lesions. <laughs> what do you got there? Girls go. Oh, it's interesting. Look at this. Maybe he's got the bug. Ooh, he's been through something. Yeah. What's that shit? There's some shit that um, it's called like sickness eaters or something. What? Bug oh. chasers. That's what it's called. I think is bug chasers. There's like people that get some weird fetish, something of like trying to contract HIV. What? Yeah. Jeez. It's a real thing that people like. They're like, I don't know why it is, that's but crazy. like, yeah. Wow. Well, good tell for me about them, it. I guess if that's what you want, then uh, go for it. Yeah, that's follow your dreams. <laughs> why don't you, you do anything? Why don't your bug? I met my uh, my family, my stepmom and her family up in Vermont. They call a vagina a bug. A bug? It's very strange. Like, gosh, she bent over in the Kmart. You can see her whole bug. Her <laughs> whole bug fell. Yeah, it's just the legs in it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very strange. That's what I think of. How did that form? That must have, I feel like that had an interesting Buddy, formative I, experience I, on your... I don't know. I didn't, uh, it didn't really form. I mean, they talked about bugs all the time. Well, we talked last episode, or was it two episodes ago, about your, like, having those, some weird, like... Seeing adult movies as a kid, that yeah, like, I don't understand. Yeah, I wish a lot of that. People call vaginas bugs. Yeah, it was it's tough. All up. I was actually had shepherd's pie last night, and it reminded me of a time we had shepherd's pie with my dad, my stepmom, and my brother, and we're watching a movie. I didn't tell this story before, right? We're watching a movie. I don't think so. I remember just, not with shepherd's pie. It was like a regular movie, and just like there was a son, and his mom hired a tutor. It was like a teenage son, and then the mom went away, and then. All of a sudden, she was tutoring, and then she started like tying him to a chair. And all of a sudden, she took her shirt off, and then all of a sudden, it turned into like a softcore porn. 
But everyone was like so embarrassed that nobody said anything. So we're just sitting there as a family eating shepherd's pie, watching softcore porn. And I'm like, what is going on? Shepherd's pie is not so, a horny food. That's what I'm saying. So last night I had shepherd's pie, and it just brought me back to watching that porn with my super family. Super fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, horny nice potato and beef. I get fucking warmed very, up. Very strange. They should have turned it off. I wish they did, but that's not the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, folks. Yeah. I don't. I mean, there's nothing. You can, not much you can do when a sex scene comes on with the parents. It wasn't just a sex scene. It was. Oh, it was incest. It was graphic. No, it wasn't incest. It was just like full tits, like everything but like showing penetration. Good uh, lord. Yeah. Are you sure this was a movie? Are you sure this wasn't just like softcore porn? Yeah, it was. It was soft, softcore I, porn. I think it was softcore porn with like a storyline. Oh, like your parents just like flipping through pay per view. Like, like they just found a, a movie film. on yeah. And they're like, oh, this is this is an adult. This is just a softcore porn film. But then everyone was invested in the story, so like, let's I finish guess it out. So, man, really, uh, you know, no one was really cracking the web no. there, except for this lady on that boy. Everybody's <laughs> mind is such a puzzle in this world. It sure <laughs> is. It's really incredible. It's well, so much stuff going on. Well, I think we well, we we covered the whole. We did pretty good. I think we should. Um, talk about also that lady that like it almost does feel like the writers got tired because the cops go talk to the one lady of the, yes. was the sister i guess or mm-hmm. the friend of a woman that used to date avon mm-hmm. and shot. maybe they were just like we don't know how to we need to give the cops a ton of information yeah. and we can't really think of like a subtle way to do it so they just walk into her apartment and they're like hey you know something about this murder and she's like sit down yeah I'm going to tell you everything that mm-hmm. we've learned. Like, in that one conversation, they learned everything. That, that The cops learned everything in that, like, 10-minute conversation that we had to watch four fucking hours of television to learn. Yeah, and she Christ. was just like, here's the deal. I know. Why don't I have her just tell us that, and then we could be on episode five already? Yeah, what the fuck? I wish the whole show was this lady just explaining, and then we could yeah. get to see people get killed and see stuff like that. It should just be her podcast, and she tells people how to... How the fucking wire goes. It's far more efficient. Yeah. And then McNulty's trying to fucking build furniture all drunk and like... Oh, yeah, for his son. He's drunk. He's throwing the... That's tough. I've, I've been there before, McNulty, and it's yeah. not fun. I like how he's like trying to build Ikea furniture, and he's like, this is hard. You know what I better do? Take two more fucking huge slugs of Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make my spatial awareness like really fucking better. Yeah, well, he's just a troubled man, and he's just trying to do right by his sons, but he's in deep in the cop game, and there's not much you can do about that. Yeah. Friend. And the cops finally linked, because of that gun casing they found in the last episode, now they fucking know that they can't pin it on him yet, but they're like, the person that killed that lady, which is D'Angelo, they got him for the original two murders that he, that he uh, the one he didn't get convicted of and the, and the ah, witness that he shot. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah. it's all coming together. It's all coming together here. A nice little stew that we're going to take a sip Whoa. from next episode and yeah. hopefully... Get your, take a week off, get yourself a ladle, come back to a hot pot of uh, wire stew. I hope so. I hope next week things are really going to be popping and uh, people are going to be getting hurt and people are going to be falling in love and that's all I want. Just the whole scope of human emotion. That's all I ask for. It's a beautiful thing.